0: All right. We welcome to Below the Belt Show, our first special guest of the evening. He's an incredible actor, you can see. On Amazon Prime's Bosch season five, actor Ben Milliken on the line. What's up, Ben? Hey, how you doing? Hey Ben, thanks 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 for calling into Below the Belt Show. Of course, man yeah first of all I know that my co-host Martin's a huge bosch fan I guess I'm a new Bosch fan because I wanted to check it out but I skipped I skipped ahead to season five to watch it okay. <laughs> okay so I guess there's some missing pieces but it is a procedural so you can get some gist of the show
1: but I mean it is good to watch it from the beginning because then you can even though you know it is, just so you can get where the characters have come from mm-hmm. this is going, true so You can understand the whole arc of why they are where they are now
0: yes yeah i had a question for you but on that if
1: you're starting at season five i mean i guess you can always go backtrack well
0: Which of course we, we had to see you back back ben back. and of course you did a fantastic okay. job in the episodes that i did did see yeah,
2: so I had a question for you on that. So on a show like that where certainly they, they have stories contained within the seasons, but Balshaw also does a good job of sort of like bringing back in characters from earlier seasons. Did they give you any sort of inclination that like you know that you'd be contained in this particular season or did they get like hint that they may bring you back in the future? Is that something they let you know or do you just have to wonder and hope? Uh,
1: I'm sorry, I, I, you cut out there for a for a second like you sound really really far
2: away alright <laughs> what about now you good now
1: sorry is that better yeah yeah you're good now okay, okay.
2: yeah so I was asking Bosch. obviously each season is self contained right they have a story but they do do a good job of like layering in characters and bringing them in from past seasons on occasion I was wondering they do yeah do they let you know like going into the season that you may be uh, on hint for some time in the future or is that something you just have to sort of wait and hope for
1: uh Have
2: you seen the whole season? No, I'm like I'm like six episodes in. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm not
1: going to ruin it for you. No, no spoilers. uh, (laughs) All right, fair enough. Yeah. No no spoilers there. Okay. Get to the end of the season then. (laughs) All right, then we'll we'll call you back. I'll I'll call you in like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: I gotta admit, this is what makes uh, Bosch a great show because it is a procedural, but. Because it's on Amazon Prime, I feel that the show can like cross those boundaries, push the envelope, if you will, with Absolutely. with you know the language, the adult content, and um, it just makes for a little more it's, realistic show, you know. It's also
1: seeing seeing L.A. in a completely different light as well.
0: There you go. You, How so? You
1: see this kind of kind of crazy underbelly of Los Angeles that that not many people see.
0: Do you think it's it's, more glamorous in other shows? The the L A the the I think
1: it's more glamorized in other shows, but I mean, you're not gonna go and watch a show, and say, oh, they're in Pacoima right now. You know, it's it's in Bosch. That's what you know they do. They take us to these areas of of the city where um, wouldn't normally see, you wouldn't normally go, you wouldn't normally you know
0: experience
1: and they take the audience there. And I, I think they do a really, really good job of actually really immersing the audience in these environments.
0: Yeah, I'd certainly have to agree with that. So tell us a little bit about how you um, got cast for the role as Carter, which uh, is pretty awesome. You have a, a multi-episode arc.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, it was your standard going audition and, uh, you know, got the call a week later
0: nice
1: yeah it was it was super super cool i remember waiting for it because i'm i'm like a third generation bosch fan (laughs) my (laughs) grandmother used to read harry bosch novels and my mom would read harry bosch novels still does
0: oh and
1: uh and you know when the show came out my mom was just an avid avid fan and then i got into it and then so after i got this it was like wow this is this is
0: amazing. So you're already a fan when you got cast. You've already seen all the episodes. Well, yeah.
1: Well, I hadn't seen all of them. I was, I was, I had a little bit of catching up to do. Um, but it was. Uh, oh, hold on. My son is actually crying. Sorry, I have a three year old. Aw. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's quite alright.
0: That Daddy duty comes first. Yeah. 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 You got to do it right. <laughs> oh, buddy.
1: Hey, I'm so sorry, guys. No worries. Tell him we Hi, said buddy. hey.
0: What's your son's name?
1: He's, his name is Julian. What's hello. up, Hi, Julian. Julian? You're on hey, the buddy. air. I
0: have a three-year-old <laughs> nephew, so, so I, I know. Say, what say what you hello mean. below the belt. Say hello below the
1: belt.
0: Come on. No. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So sorry, guys. Not well, now that you mentioned your yeah. son, that does he realize that Dad's an actor? Does he ha- kind of get that? you know, vibe, yet yeah, at that does. age. I
1: mean, he, he's got his like, uh, kind of sees on the TV and he's like, look, Dada, Dada's on TV and oh. like, Dada has to go to work to do the TV or Dada has to, you <laughs> That's know, adorable. So he's kind of, I mean, he's three and a half so he kind of gets the, gets the idea but his kind of TV watching extent is, of, you know, Fireman Sam and PJ Masks so he's not quite watching
2: the show. So <laughs> do, you, do you ever use it on him if he's not listening? Be like, listening. The, the guy on the TV really needs you to go to bed right now. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I might take that into account, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Detective Jensen needs you to clean your room
0: right now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So how did you like working with such a stellar cast? Titus Welliver and Jamie Hector... Lance Reddick. I mean, these, two of these guys are from The Wire, man. Be more like I know, <laughs> I, mean, I know. And great. I was a
1: massive Wire fan. Beforehand, I had binge watched The Wire, and you know, so I knew Jamie's work, and I of course Titus's work from everything he's done. Right. Um, cause the guys, the guys, like in everything, and and so what what I what I noticed was. How cool these guys were, as well as being so professional and so awesome to work with. Most of my storyline coincided with Titus's, so I saw him a lot, and um, okay. he was just one of the most generous, welcoming, um, also while staying so so professional and he's so dedicated to the show. It was I learned so much just by just by watching him and just by. Being around him, Jamie's a legend as well. Are we there had any really good conversations?
2: Oh, cool. Are there any particular moments yeah. th- that you would recall about that where you felt like again that you said you really learned something or really good experiences you want to share?
1: Um, there is a episode eight in particular. Uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, cool. but uh, episode six. I'm on episode see, six. It was. It, uh, <laughs> it's a really, really good episode. And, and that's an episode where we kind of really have a big moment. And, um, you know, it was just, it was just working, working with him. We were on this one location for, for two or three days, you know, so much work from the production team had gone into this and it was like, you know, and it, it just, felt like we were were all in this together and all in this, like, as a team doing everything we could. You know, Michael Connolly came down there, and it was just like every, the whole thing, it's just like a whole big family all working together to get the best product out there that they possibly can, and that really shows, I think. And that was one of the things that I really, really learned, was like, you know, this is all everybody working together. This is how it works. This is how everything should work. Everyone working together for a common cause as a team. It, was just, it just flowed perfectly.
2: Awesome. And, and do you think that was more unique? That was, so more teamwork on this than other projects you've been a part of? I beg your pardon. Sorry. So was there was there more more teamwork on this than in other projects?
1: There's something about that bunch, man. They're. Uh... It's probably one as far as cast, crew, everyone involved, it's probably one of the best shows I've ever worked on. Wow. There's something about there's there's something about those guys and it's just it's just you know, from the moment you arrive to the moment you leave there's just there's a culture, you know, and and they really, really are a family. And it's there's no egos there's no there's none of that, that, that that's,
0: good that's good to hear about, about no about egos have you it's, faced an ego on set ever <laughs> i mean i think
1: everyone is you know.
0: <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> and can you say who no. <laughs>
1: No way! Because he's to get you in trouble. Because mo-
0: most of us are actors in studios, and I think we've all oh, we've all faced egos. We've all, we've all f- We know what you're talking about, brother. Yeah. We've been there. Been there. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, but it's just so nice to like just
1: show up to a you know show up to a, thing, especially when you're coming in later. You're coming into season five, so if you're you're the new kid on the playground.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. To be
1: treated, to be treated like you're not, for one, and just to be welcomed into the fold for, you know, a couple months, and and as the season goes along, it's just it's really really heartwarming. It's really really good, and it just breeds creativity. That environment.
0: Wow. Have you uh, worked with Ryan Hurst? I'm reading here that he will be appearing on episode. Um, sorry, in season five as well. Yeah, he's known for his work on The Walking Dead currently this season, but I know he's got... Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, uh, I don't think we, uh, we
0: coincide. Okay. Because I, I thought it was kind of cool because uh, for Easter eggs, fans of The Walking Dead might know that Madison Lentz, who plays Bosch's daughter, was Sophia yeah. in The Walking Dead, and now we have Ryan Hurst, who is Beta in The Walking Dead, uh, also uh, making an appearance in Season 5. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I um
1: actually... Uh... I was never a Walking Dead fan. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I know him as Opie from Sons of Anarchy.
0: Yes, that's right, <laughs> Opie. That is Opie. Yes, but yes, Beta. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Oh that's yeah, no, that was that a
2: great show. show. Great character too. My favorite character was Opie on that show. Okay.
0: So oh, you actually I like Opie like better I than like Beta? Opie. I do. You, better than Beta? Yeah,
2: Opie is the man.
0: Oh. Okay. Opie's the man. See? <laughs> yes. Hey,
1: I had a question you know, for you. Jax is, is the
2: dude, but Obi's the man. Opie's I mean, the man, absolutely. My favorite character. Yeah. Hey, I had a question for you. I, was, I saw in your bio that uh, one of your big breaks was in an independent feature film, uh, Newcastle. And again, yeah. we got a lot of uh, actors in studio, and I know I personally struggled with. Uh, being the lead in an indie flick versus going more sag. Can you talk to us about sort of when you decided to make that, that transition in your career or, or if it was a decision that was made for you?
1: Um, well, that movie was, uh, in Australia. Uh, it was the first job I ever got. Um, and that's kind of what brought me over here. Uh, Cause it, it made us premiere at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And, um, so after that, I, you know, started getting into it. It just kind of wasn't really a decision. It just was more a natural, natural, natural thing. Natural or organically happened.
2: Okay. So you never, yeah, you never had um, a point where you like you had to decide. Like, I'm gonna go sag now. I'm gonna give up on indie films. It just, it just sort of rolled for you.
1: Yeah, it just kind of rolled. Um, I was, I was never really like, oh. I need to be in SAG or I don't need to be in SAG. What's this decision? It just kind of, the work was heading that way mm-hmm. for me. Um, the second, the, the first job I booked when I was out here, I was half-totlit, so it was, you know, made me eligible. And then the second job I booked was TV, and um, and I was SAG after, and I was like, okay, so I got to join now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it there was kind mm-hmm. of,
0: Happened, you know, and you kind of have to be union to take it to the next level. I feel.
1: Yes, you do, and and plus it's you know it it has its, it really has its perks. It's they they m- make sure that you know you're not in danger and stuff like that. All
0: right. Yeah. So, Ben, let's talk about a few other projects I'm reading here in your bio from your awesome yeah. publicist, Noheli, uh, at Platform PR. Um, <laughs> yep. <you laughs> nice slug. Act- you actually, very cool, you actually uh, directed your own film, your own feature film, Lake Alice, which starred Bra- Brando Eaton, and it actually screened at Sundance. How cool is that? That's so cool. I was uh, at we Sundance, have, well, actually. I'm be with
1: you, kind of have a little bit of a technical difficulty and our screening wasn't able to actually go forward, but we were there. Oh, that's no! the worst! Yeah, it was... Who did that, you have that, killed? That, <laughs> I beg your pardon?
2: Who did you have killed for that? I would be furious. Oh
1: my, oh my god, it was, it was just so... It was, the whole thing was just right down to the wire. Oh my um, god. Wow. As we got there, it was trying to get this thing done Because last minute that we were able to go and screen it there, and then it was sitting in pose filming and you know from a low budget independent filmmaker's perspective you're really pulling in favors from everybody
0: you possibly
1: can to just get anything done right and it's a dream come true to
2: have that happen
1: I beg your pardon
2: and it's a dream come true to have that happen to make like a small budget film and have it be you know invited to, to Sundance ah yeah
1: yeah well I mean but, you know, we, we did end up uh, getting distribution for it. It's actually on Amazon. There you uh, go. So you can see it still. And, and that essentially, at least it's getting out there. At least people are able to watch it. And, you know, if, if you're able to... Right on. Can uh, we talk yeah. about
0: yeah, this other project oh. called Mighty Oak? Uh, you'll be appearing opposite. Uh, Janelle Paris and Carlos Penavega, Vega. Raven Simone's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was uh, I shot that earlier um, earlier this year, and that was really really fun movie to shoot. Had an absolute blast on that
0: one. It what is a, the premise about a uh,
1: about a uh, story about a band? Oh, cool! And um, I play I play the Eng- English drummer, um, <laughs> and it's like uh, it's it's actually my first time kind of. Being the comic relief in a movie.
0: Oh, cool! <laughs> so,
1: it was it was so much fun. to Step out of my box and be a little bit out of my comfort zone, and, and just really kind of explore that. And have just play and have a whole bunch of fun alongside some super talented actors, and just make a really cool movie. Did they
2: Did they give you a lot of freeway for uh, improv with a comedic role, or did you have to they sort really of stick to? Did. All right. They
1: really oh, did. Oh, nice. They, some, sometimes sometimes, sometimes just like, okay. Ben, go, <laughs> just do your thing. Go for it. See what happens. Nice. And then you know, so I was I was able to, and kind of, just go for it and let it fly nice. for a bit. It was it was really
0: fun. <laughs> did you play drums prior to landing the role? Or did you have to learn I drums? I had dabbled. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I had
1: I had, you know, I play guitar and I and I sing as well. Um, ah, so there but you I had go. I dabbled. Yeah, I had dabbled in drums like in high school and you know, I wanted to be in a punk rock band when I was in high school and stuff like that and so I had done a little bit.
0: Awesome. And you actually have a Netflix um, project uh, called Sonora coming out yeah, this summer. Yeah.
1: Netflix Netflix movie coming out uh, later this year called Sonora. How cool! Uh, this is this is a super cool film actually. Um, it was produced by uh, Bertha Navarro. She she produced Pan's Labyrinth.
0: Oh wow! Um,
1: yeah, uh, directed by Alejandro Springall. He um, he produced um, some films for Del Toro as well, and um, it's. It's, it's set in Mexico, 1941, on the border of, uh, in Sonora, which is on the border of Arizona and, and Mexico. Yes. At a time, at a really, really, really...
0: Beautiful place, un- by the way. I've oh, been.
1: Crazy. Mm. We, I mean, we spent six, six weeks shooting in the desert. And that desert is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's about, it's about a group of travelers trying to get across this desert um in order to get to a refuge state Baja California because it's a really like unstable time politically at that time and uh, it's based on a novel but it's a real survival story um, and it's just all about you know humanity loss survival at its at its core and Wow. I'm actually really excited for this one to come out. Really excited. Cool. What's
0: the release date this summer that's coming out?
1: I don't have an exact date on the release date, but I think it's towards the end of summer, so maybe maybe around August. I All know right. it's getting released theatr- theatrically in Mexico oh, good. Um, around August, and then it's going to be Netflix here.
0: Yeah. Um, but they're um,
1: doing a big rollout in Mexico. That's good to hear that the they have a
0: theatrical release, because yeah. It was just recently reported that the Academy approved uh, streaming movies to be eligible for the Oscars as long as they have a limited theater release. Because I know Steven I Sp- heard yeah, that. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Stoog- yep, it's official. Yeah, Spielberg was trying to get uh, movies like Roma to be not eligible. And I guess Sonora would fall into that category because it's in the streaming platform on Netflix as well. Um,
1: it, abso- it absolutely would. I mean, and this is one of those movies that's like... You know, it's a it's a period piece, but it is relevant now. It's it's definitely relevant right with everything that's going on right now.
0: And I would I would imagine you agree that streaming movies should be eligible for Oscar contention.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> I, mean, I think any I think any movie should be eligible if it's good.
2: Yeah, you because
1: know, I don't, I, I, th- I think that you know you can't you can't limit the the talent of some of these filmmakers to just the just the theatrical releases i mean it's like there are so many good talented, creative people mm-hmm. out there, and they should all be given an equal opportunity to
0: have their stuff seen and be rewarded for.
2: It. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Like, uh, I got my start in theater, and I saw in your bio, you're a theater guy. That's like saying that uh, theater depends on venue, right? That that you can't judge an actor who's in too small of a stage or, like, that's that's not on Broadway. Like, uh, the quality and, of exactly. a performance... Yeah, a quality performance can't be based on where it's viewed. That, that seems inane to me.
1: I- exactly. And there, if if anything, it's better because more people get to see high quality product. So, you know, it's 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 better.
0: Certainly so. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Yeah. Take I that agree. Spielberg. We are all in agreement <laughs> right We all agree. Yeah. Stan. The way Bosch should be uh not overlooked at the next right. Emmys Indeed. as well. <laughs> Indeed.
2: It's, it's well, healthy, exactly. theatrical yes. exactly. There yes. we
0: go. Well, Ben, thank you Amazon's so much. Amazon's longest running show. Yes, thank you. Amazon's longest running show just greenlit for its sixth season, right? They got green. They were greenlit. It
1: was greenlit uh, before the
0: um, fifth season Premier. finished shooting. Oh, wow. Okay, they wow. They yeah. really love some Bosch. So that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, Ben, thank you so much, and uh, congrats on uh, the role as Carter in season five of Bosch. And uh, if you could throw out, you out your social, throw out your me. social media for uh, the fans, uh, and of course us. <laughs> oh, uh, my
1: social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh, at Ben
0: on Instagram. Nice. We were looking earlier. Oh, you were looking, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah. We have some ladies right, in the studio that were they're trying they're, to track you down, trying little... to help you out, soldier. <laughs> they're holding back during the interview. Uh, ben, if you could, before we let you go, uh, do a, a quick promo. Uh, let us know who you are from Bosch, and let us know you're on yep. Below the Belt show, and whatever you want at the end.
1: Um, and whatever was
0: uh, what sorry? What Or whatever you want at the end. Um, so you can say, I'm Ben Milligan from. Uh, season 5 of Amazon Prime's Bosch and then let us know you're on Below the Belt show and then throw out whatever at the end.
1: Okay. Uh, I am Ben Milliken. You can catch me in Season 5 of Amazon Prime Bosch as Carter. I'm on the Below the Belt show and I'm really, really happy to be here.
0: Beautiful. Bang. Yes. Well done. Well done indeed. Ben, thanks for calling in.
1: Thank you, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.